0: Wow! Welcome back, or welcome for the first time, to Lights, Cameras, Blokes, a film discussion podcast with myself, Ned Colon, and my wonderful co-host, Sean Culligan. Today's a a very special episode. We are are talking about our favourite movie of 2019, One Cut of the Dead. And this episode is a little different because both Sean and myself believe you should absolutely come into this discussion having seen the movie. Uh, it is a great film, well worth your time. We're going to gush about it for the next five minutes and then tell you to go away and watch it. So please do go see this film and uh, and here's a little chat about it. this ah oh, this episode is gonna be so hard to send to family yeah um,
1: it's gonna be bad, <laughs> and it's like the episode that we really really wanted to record and oh we, and we'll like, see how
0: much of this i cut yeah Maybe we might need to cut and i move it to you like might a different to, episode yeah you
1: might need to put this on some other or this is this is the premium content that you can purchase when we uh go <laughs> god damn it yeah, yeah um, you might need to throw this on something else
0: let's talk about something wholesome
1: yeah Let's
0: Sean. You got any uh, recommendations that are kind of safe for the family, safe for work?
1: Uh, yeah, I got some recs. Let's see. Uh, oh yeah. What the heck? So my rec is I've purchased a few CDs to put in my car because me thinking down the line, I'm gonna have kids eventually at some point, and I want them to have good music that is also not offensive. I just want to be a good dad, you know. And so yeah. I- I've purchased a bunch of my favorite. <laughs> no, and it's not bad music. That's the other thing. It can't, it can't yeah. be like unoffensive bad music. It has to be unoffensive good music. And mm-hmm. that's where Halkali comes into play. And I bought yes. a bunch of the CDs to put in my car. Uh, you found them?
0: That's a rare yeah. get.
1: Yeah, I found that I had to do some work. I got Halkali Bacon, which is my recommendation this week, because my friend in LA, shout out Kenchan, he, he went through a Japanese used bookstore used cd store and asked them to acquire said how Kali bacon cd and they imported it from japan and he sent it to me and yeah now it lives Whoa. in my cd player in my car uh that is you, a get yeah it's it's now really, i have to get you one now uh, for sure it's a it's you do. A, you kind of yeah. do because i've yeah. been
0: looking you look on amazon like, it's hard that to get. shit's going for Big money. Yeah. Uh, Halakali Bacon, that's a get.
1: It's probably <laughs> like a top 10 album of all time for me. I would say. Yeah. I would say it's in my top 10, just because you can play it all the way through and it's just a good time. It transports you mm-hmm. back to like a certain poppy rap era that like doesn't exist anymore. And then the, this is the second part of my Rex KKB, Cara Bonito, Benito, which is how both of us found out about Halakali Bacon because KKB, they recommended that album because it influenced their albums um if you haven't listened to kkb it's a group out of england uh big, up. big ups they it's sarah the lead singer and then two gentlemen who gus and jamie gus and jamie and sarah
0: you. they're so great i saw them live uh london i remember when i could go see live music what a treat but they were so good fantastic yeah you got to see them, man when they, I, they, yeah. they come to the us a lot so
1: and they they do this strange yeah, crossover between uh, Death Grips and KKB. Uh, yeah, that's there's there's some amazing energy there. Uh, if oh, you yeah. so there there's my two recs: KKB, Cara Cara Benito, and Halkali, specifically Halkali Bacon. Their album that's just a a bop all the way through.
0: My rec is kind of just going off kkb into death grips and i'm going to take it to a similar-ish place clipping the newest oh, clipping album. Yes. i've been listening to a lot of uh the visions of bodies being burnt real it's a sequel to their 2019 album which was also quite spooky and this one's quite spooky it's like good it came out in october last year mm-hmm. so it's like a good halloween spooky album but it's really great yeah check clipping out if you haven't checked clipping out because they-
1: they also did that live performance on YouTube. That was uh, pretty cool. If you, if I think I sent it to you, but it's a, it's a live performance where they're just in a warehouse or something like that. It was during COVID. Yeah, yeah, so
0: I've seen could, that, that's yeah. cool. Let's talk about something good. Do you remember when the world was right? Do you remember, do you remember going out, seeing friends and- and Going
1: to movie theaters? And
0: going, going to movie theater, I tell you, I, I miss the movie theaters a lot. I, like in the last couple of weeks, at least twice, I've gotten like emotional thinking about like the <laughs> cinema. It was my favorite thing. Honestly, going alone to a, a cinema, if that sounds like a sad thing, it's not, it's, you've not lived. Until you've like sat alone in a movie theater, it's it's really the best.
1: I don't Uh, think I've done that. I don't think I've sat alone.
0: You've not. I I could have. No, you haven't done it. I I want to say. No, I don't. I, I don't think. Honestly, so. it's it is a very zen experience. Like there are some films they're very nice to go see with friends, but if you can find like a showing at a good time that isn't going to be too busy, and it depends on the film as well. Like if you you know if you're going to be sat in a packed cinema anyway, like bring some friends. But uh if you can find something quiet, that used to be the best. uh This preamble is pretty redundant. I didn't see the film we're going to talk about today uh, alone in a cinema. I uh, I saw it sat on uh, the sofa. With a friend and uh we both had a wonderful time because i think we're gonna preface this episode saying we uh, this episode is about the best film of the year 2019 when when things were right when the world didn't it wasn't so bleak uh because i've been thinking about 2019 quite a bit at the moment i i don't know why i'm just deep into lockdown but <laughs> this i think is the movie of 2019 which was a fantastic year for films but then we've got to do like open brackets Kind, kind of. of, not really. Uh, we'll talk about it. Close brackets.
1: Ne- Ned told me to watch this movie, and I think he told me to watch this movie the best way possible, and that's don't look up anything about this movie. Go in blind. Normally, Ned would would never say that to me. He would just say, "Hey, it doesn't matter. Spoilers don't matter. You can watch a movie." Oh yeah, I don't
0: usually care. Yeah, that's but
1: so so for this sure. movie, for this movie, you need to go in blind. And you need to give it a shot. Um, I think those are the two things Ned told me. Get through the movie and and you'll really enjoy it. Also, that being said, I've recommended this movie to about six people. Three of them have absolutely hated it and three of them have absolutely loved it. So it's a divisive
0: movie. Definitely. That's the best way to talk about it, though, is like we strongly recommend it because it's the best film of 2019 and beyond it's one of my favorite it, it's probably made its way already to one of my favorite films full start top 20 for sure it's fantastic going knowing nothing yeah definitely not for everyone that's the gamble of this movie <laughs> you know you don't i can't tell you if you're gonna love it but if you want to see something i don't want to say too much if you want to see something great throw on this film we should probably drop the title which is one cut of the dead the, this film came out and was released in japan it's a japanese film uh, it was released in japan uh 2017 but it got an international release 2019 which is when i got to see it. it's when i sent it over to sean that's why it makes my best of 2019 list uh it, you can get technical with it i i think one cut of the dead is going to be the best film of whatever year you see it it really is that good but uh yeah and 2019 brilliant year for movies and a lot of things come very close to like number one spot you had uncut gems you had parasite uh, parasite's the huge one that is most people's i'd say if you're talking to film people that tends to be at their top of their best films of the year list this beats that out I think I, yeah like-
1: i i think you know it's it's one cut, of the, one cut of the Dead, then Parasite, followed closely, closely behind. But One Cut of the Dead ekes it out just for a couple of reasons.
0: A couple say. of reasons that we'll talk about. Uh, you also have The Lighthouse. I think that's very close to my... That's kind of neck and neck with Parasite as, as my second favorite film of the year. I loved The Lighthouse. Swallow, great little small horror thriller we might talk about that in the podcast one time because that's kind of a little bit got a bit of a cult appeal but a lot of people love swallow it was a fantastic year for comedy i i really enjoyed book smart if you saw that uh, the art of self-defense really great love that then oh The Last Black Man in San Francisco I've been trying to get Sean to watch that for a bit but uh I've been
1: blowing it I'm sorry
0: no no but that is a fucking good movie and still One Cut of the Dead reigns supreme it's, it's an immovable object here because I don't think you can watch One Cut of the Dead and then even compare it to like the best most established movie of of whatever year you're talking about it's uh it, I'm gonna do like a little one sentence summary because i really think going to this completely blind uh it's a kind of b-horror zombie movie about zombies invading the set of a b-horror zombie movie so it's a little bit kind of meta it's all done in one take it's all kind of very cheap and cheerful if that sounds like you're you know you're tired of zombies and that sounds a little like not for you do trust me it's worth checking out it's not a super long movie i'd say at the kind of 30 minute mark will it'll either completely click with you or (laughs) it won't and that's I'll say. I may even cut that because maybe that's saying too
1: much. (laughs) Uh, I'd say you have to make it 40 minutes into the movie. You need to make it 40 minutes into the movie and after 40 minutes if you're like Hmm. Okay, then then you can turn it off, but give it give it a good forty minutes,
0: and now go away because honestly, although in the past I've been like spoilers, who cares? This is a movie that is really wonderful to just experience. Like you'll you'll have a really fun time just sitting and watching it, and so leave us be if you haven't seen this film, and then come back, please Yeah, come back
1: and 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 uh, rejoice in this movie with us together.
0: Uh, are you back? Did you watch the movie? Have you eaten lunch? Make sure that you're hydrated because let's just get into this zombie movie. Uh, uh, I guess now you've you've watched it and you're not listening anymore because that would be naughty. Uh, it's a zombie comedy. A lot of comparisons to like a Shaun of the Dead, just because I think that's the other super famous zombie comedy. You're a big fan of that, Shaun? Yeah, that believe
1: that's one of my my favorite movies up there too. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, very similar style. Um, I would say <clears throat> with Shaun of the Dead, the, the comedy obviously stays within the zombie uh, zombie movie framework with One Cut of the Dead. As we have found out, it is uh just part of the movie. The comedy in One Cut of the Dead mm. is, a, is in the director's life and in the director's...
0: I'd say the big... Difference between like *A Shaun of the Dead* and uh, this comedy-wise is like *Shaun of the Dead*. I'd I'd place in horror comedy as in like zombie things do take some precedence in *In Shaun of the Dead*, and like people are torn apart, and characters who you have emotional investment in are killed. Like there's there's. The kind of classic horror kind of tropes within Shaun of the Dead. The reveal of one cut of the dead is that I think like you catch on pretty quickly. It's not overtly a horror or even like it's it's not really explicitly gory or scary. Uh, It's it's way more comedy. And that becomes more true in the kind of second act where it's more kind of character comedy than it has anything to do with zombies. Really. Perfectly
1: said. Yep. I would say that's that's about
0: it, Sean. You want to hit them with the the reveal? I mean, they've watched it now because they would never disobey us.
1: But <laughs> yeah, so uh, we start the movie off as as on set in a B horror movie, zombie movie, all done in one take. And by about thirty seven minutes in, the movie ends, and the reveal is oh. There is a director and he has been told to direct a one-cut zombie B movie that is gonna go on TV was it, it's in between two yeah, I think it's in between two like primetime hour shows and yeah you're right. And the rest of the movie is the comedy about how he puts it together, uh, how he is creating the one cut stage and how he is bringing all the actors and actresses together to film it and rehearse the the zombie movie and hilarity ensues.
0: Yeah, you get to watch the crappy one-take zombie movie uh he made. And I say crappy in that like it's endearingly low budget. It's it's uh, very impressively done in one continuous shot. And then the wonderful reveal is you then watch a more classically kind of edited story kind of format movie in the last half where you get to see all the wonderful behind the scenes comedy and gimmicks behind how they pulled off the one take stuff and it's genuinely i believe like a lot of these one shot movies in the first 40 minutes a lot of these one take things there's a lot of hidden cuts and things i i this I is one this is this is an actual is one, one,
1: take. C- one take um so 140 minute yeah 30 minute take. it took them six tries to get it done so they actually mm. did do the 30 minute one cut and they attempted it and you see after the credits roll them actually going through and doing the, the full take um the, the movie is also split up uh visually so you have the first 30 minutes that is grainy and it's it's purposely <laughs> looks low budget um it's kind of green tint to it and then the The second act appears and you see oh there's you know what i'm assuming is a red camera or some some high budget film camera being used for the rest of the film um and you get you know the high def vision of the second act so there is a a sharp contrast and that that like weird juxtaposition in the middle of the movie it just threw me the first time i was like what like am i watching the right movie like did i did I like turn on something completely different by accident? And that, that like dissonance, it kind of wears off after you. You start putting two to two together and you're like, oh, this is this is a really good movie. Uh, This is like (laughs) after the reveal, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I'm excited to see what happens because that's that's the part that I loved is um, much like Shaun of the Dead. I've rewatched this movie multiple times going back and seeing comparing the first 30 minutes and and the weird awkwardness that's in those 30 minutes with the knowledge of the last bit of the movie, be like, oh, that's why they're pausing here. Oh, or that's why this gag is working this way or why this awkward interaction is happening. You can always find something new and you can always find like the joke that's there, um, Shaun of the yeah. Dead, and even Hot Fuzz, those those movies rely on you kind of watching it a second or third time to find the jokes, which is like the great repeat use of these movies is you can always go back to them and find something you you missed like the previous viewing. So I love I love that aspect, and I also love just the aspects of like this is a film on making a film. There's something about the the inception of uh, cinematography that I love the the film within the film or. Or a film on filmmaking, whatever it is, there's there's some some love there.
0: Yeah, it's you've you've kind of nailed it, and that like it's so rewatchable, and it's so clever how it's made, and the end product is so amazingly unique. Like I I cannot think of another film like One Cut of the Dead. I think what really brings it all together is like how much heart and love and sweetness is in this movie. Like there's a fantastic, like I I'd say all the actors are fantastic. Like at the kind of core of the film is uh, the father who's directing uh, his wife who, uh, is featured in the film and his daughter who kind of ends up who has an interest in filmmaking and ends up like wrangling the whole thing together out of chaos and it's a very sweet family movie like with a strong like father-daughter relationship thing it's it's just it would be great alone if it was just that's, you know that's what uh, i think
1: it is like like you can cool take it uh, yeah you could take yeah. out the first part of the movie completely and still have an amazing movie i it, it, like uh, maybe maybe a little less so like you would you'd have oh this is just like a nice family movie or whatever uh, but but like that that last third or last two-thirds of the movie is is a great movie on its own for sure
0: there's so much to kind of catch as it goes and it's so technically clever that yeah you're gonna rewatch it a lot but also i think why we're so like go in as blind as possible not it goes beyond like the nice kind of twist I think there's a real fun experience with just what I did and what I think you did Sean where you go in you watch that first 30 minutes and you take it at face value you're like this is cool this is cheap and cute and like uh, but it's technically pretty clever how they did this all in one take that's fun to kind of watch happen and it's funny in like it being kind of a bit cheap and cheesy and then the kind of oh the movie kind of played you in to thinking that now re-watch that first half completely recontextualized like as a completely different kind of product and you are just completely taken for a ride by this this film so good I, the best film of 2019 yeah i, I think uh,
1: that's like when when movies can play with cinema when they can play with story and and kind of change it i that's where i get really drawn in because you're normally you go to a movie or you go see a movie and you have a vague idea of what you're going to get you're going to get like a marvel movie right they're not going to adjust how you think of movies being like the storyline being played with maybe they'll have a flashback maybe they'll have some false narrator or something like that but this is this is like a complete change of how you make a movie because i haven't seen anything quite like it before and and i think the direct the director is gonna this was his basically his first movie and if you've seen there's a a youtube video that he has gone on to create after this called one cut of the dead mission remote uh all filmed during quarantine and the the first few months of COVID outbreak. This guy's going to be great. I think we're going to see a lot of movies out of this guy. He's so creative. Even with this YouTube video, it was just like, oh, this guy has a creative brain.
0: Can you say his name, Sean? I'm terrified of getting it wrong because...
1: Shinichiro uh, Ueda.
0: Shinichiro Ueda. Uh I com- Spot on. Completely agree. He's he's clearly f- fantastically creative. He clearly like has a completely succinct understanding of what makes movie. Making and watching and the entire film experience, like, so wonderful. He completely gets it, and and that we'll talk. Can we talk for a minute about that YouTube film? Yeah, yeah. I watched it the other day. It came out like last year. It's it came out like beginning of quarantine. It was May, I I think it was. Yeah. yeah it was a few months May. in and it's completely lovely it's the same director a lot of the same cast and uh, i think it is the same cast, it's the same
1: um, yeah same cast and kind of within the world of the first movie right um where
0: they ask him again to make a film but this time the gimmick is it's all done over zoom or google hangout or whatever it's yeah uh, remote it's all done remotely uh and he, he not as in a subversive way like one cut of the dead but there's a lot of like clever very homemade kind of film trickery that he does that is just beautiful little technical things to make a little silly movie uh and then he does of course all the stuff of the the people making the movie at the same time uh it feels very one cut of the dead but it was just so lovely and heartwarming and even a little emotional at the end yeah like it's the daughter uh tearing up over like what she can't wait to do when she gets out which like it's just how i've been feeling for the last couple of weeks like just kind of exhausted by it but then so kind of excited about the things that i miss it was just so heartwarming and i tell you what it made me think of sean do you remember when america was uh uh, just getting into quarantine and Uh, there was that shitty Twitter video of, like, all those celebrities seeing Imagine. (laughs) Um, And it was so universally panned and hated because it was, like, deeply, uncomfortably cynical and token. It reminded me, like, this is the exact antithesis of that. This is, like, someone is frustrated by quarantine, but they don't want other people to just be having a horrible time, so they've made something really lovely and heartwarming and completely charming and... uh, you know where Galgado failed sinichiro
1: ueda uh, succeeded Shinichiro yeah
0: has completely succeeded he, because, he i don't know he, he talked so hard, about that so charming. yeah he said he? yeah
1: he said he wanted to make this film because he wanted to give a smile <laughs> to people in quarantine and so he went out with like you know a a very uh, authentic take on let's let's try and make people a little bit happier and get people through it. And he, yeah, I can't agree more. He made something that was the antithesis of A bunch of rich uh actors (laughs) and actresses singing in their mansions and this was this was something good so also go watch that it's about 25 30 minutes um and he has his own youtube channel that has a lot of like behind the scenes and a lot of uh other videos he talks about one cut of the dead and he talks about filmmaking it's it's a great channel so give that a watch
0: the the cost because the the uh the whole cast is great, but the daughter Mao is her. She, she's just got one name, so I, 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 wonder if she's a a pop star or a model or an icon. Could, could or be an something. icon, yeah.
1: Some idol. Idol, I idol, mean.
0: yeah. <laughs> but she is iconic. Uh, she's wonderful, and I was just thinking that because watching the the YouTube thing, like I don't know, she's just very like immediately charming, and I I would really love to see her and more stuff, all of them. But uh, yeah. I, everyone's so good yeah whatever year you watch this in 2017 2019 this this movie will heal you (laughs) heal your soul i i want
1: to say you should watch this film at max with like two people i would say because i think you you watch it with a group people are going to tune out immediately and and i think you need to watch this either by yourself or with another person who is it's too
0: late for that sean they've either they've either watched it already oh or... yeah that's right oh damn it <laughs> well, yeah. a, oh my god viewing party with uh, with like 20 people <laughs> oh no i hope not man it's quarantine or not maybe our podcast really picks up in like three years time yeah and they're uh, discovering
1: now hello people from uh 2024 i hope you're enjoying wow. this and
0: you survived you survived the pandemic i'm proud of you
1: good job unless podcasts uh, are the only currency in this wasteland we have now and this is yeah. how you're trading for goods and services, just trading blokes well. podcasts.
0: <laughs> what else? What else is there? To say? I, I, okay, I
1: got I got a couple of little notes, just like some one-offs, right? Uh, Hawaiian shirt that the director wears throughout the movie, on point. Best Hawaiian shirt yet. Yeah. I would say it rivals all the Hawaiian shirts we've seen in the last few movies we watched. Uh, the Godzilla Hawaiian Whoa. shirts were good, but this one has a little more flavor. There's some some pink in it with the flowers <laughs> and then a base of a blue baby light blue uh it's just incredible and i need to find that another shirt uh recommendation if we can get it we need to get these one cut of the dead staff shirts those are those are incredible i've
0: been talking about this for a year like during the behind the scenesy stuff like the second half of the movie they're all wearing like one cut of the dead channel horror for the channel they're making they get these staff t-shirts and they're so i would give anything i look everywhere online uh, it looks like they did have like a yeah. little release of them in Japan, but, but they are near impossible to find now. So yeah, if 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 you are in ownership of such a T-shirt, I will pay you in in uh, in riddles, limericks, that kind of thing. I've got no money to give, <laughs> but
1: uh, please send us yes. two. <laughs>
0: yeah, send two, and that's two riddles or a limerick and a riddle. Two limericks—that's too much. I don't even. I'd have to Google what a limerick is, to be honest. <laughs> I know what a limerick is. I think I know what a limerick is. I'm not going to say now in case I'm wrong. Uh,
1: another another thing is just all. I think you touched on all the characters. They they feel like fleshed out enough, which is like with a cast this large, it, it's kind of hard to do. You know, you you get like the storyline with the drunk guy, um, him, and he's like trying to quit drinking, but he's failing miserably. Uh, you even even like this person who's supposed to play the the director in the film and then the the other actress who's supposed to be there they have a little back and forth and you already kind of get oh they might be having an affair and then it turns out like they were and they were driving together so they can't make it to the film um like that i think i think he does a great job writing these characters um and like the the mother the mother whose whole deal is she's she's practicing these self-defense methods and then that kind of is a motif through her character and she kind of goes off script with it and ah uh, yeah yeah i loved i loved the the development of all of these characters
0: everyone's wonderful and i'll just say like i think with uh comedy and films i think one of the trickiest things to like fully pull off but one of the most satisfying things to watch is great setup and great payoff and like this just delivers in spades so much is set up that pays off so beautifully
1: and you get you the know, levels it, of it too right because because oh, yeah. the level of it is if you had uh the setup of the guy drinking the the hard water and then having diarrhea later on that's funny like that's pretty funny but then you flash back to the first 30 minutes of the movie and you're like oh my gosh that's that's why he was running out and just being really weird the entire time. There there's like yeah, the reveal of it hits you twice. It's so so good. Like,
0: even the setup and payoff has setups and payoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's wonderful. Uh I I love I look, I'm looking at your interesting facts sheet, Sean, and I just love that one of the interesting facts is ending song for the credits is amazing. That's a hard agree, and it is a fact. And, <laughs> so. and
1: he actually does it again in the YouTube video, the ending song on that incredible so good
0: song selection
1: is on point for these credits i don't know what he's doing but he's doing something right
0: get your life together go watch now you've watched it i'm sorry i keep forgetting you've watched this movie (laughs) your life's together it's you've never been stronger yeah what do
1: we we want to do it do we do we want to do a score for the best film of
0: 2019 for the best film of 2019 (laughs) yeah let's uh yeah what do you give what do you give such film sean it's a 10 Wow. I give it a four. It's kind of <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, a. it is one of those rarest 10 out of 10 perfect films. It's if you believe something can be perfect, this completely achieves everything it sets out to do and it does it wonderfully and it completely surprises you. So, yeah, it's absolutely a a, it's a 10. It's a rare Ned 10 out of 10. Sean gave a 10 out of 10 to Who Am I? So, you know, take his. I'm a little more liberal with my ratings, (laughs) Uh,
1: but Jackie Chan and One Kind of Dead, I think they're pretty close a
0: crossover you see in the future maybe that's the thing zombies are played out to hell like every time i think i'm completely bored of zombies then they'll there's always like one that'll like subverted enough that i'm like oh it was was interesting and one kind of the dead will annoyingly (laughs) like make you tolerate zombies for another movie i think should we yeah should we wrap sean do you want to play us out with a song (laughs) this again (laughs) (laughs) What did I do last yeah, time? I don't, I don't know. You said you said time. have a song. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, last time I was like, what would Godzilla oh, yeah. and
1: King Kong's right, right. child
0: sound
1: like? <laughs> not, I'm not. Listen,
0: man, it's a race to who can wrap this up. So if I'm going like, to, you know, you can try throwing me under the bus, but like, yeah, next you am too slow.
1: Yeah, dang. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't. I, I, I don't got a beat. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I mean, there it was. Uh, Lacking a song from Sean, of course, but you can only imagine in a future episode what he might bring to the table. As always, a huge shout-out to uh, anyone who is listening to this. Uh, If you got to the end, thank you very much. If you didn't, how are you listening to this? Something to think about tonight. A huge shout-out to Julian Kirk, the amazing musician who put together our jingle. You can listen to his band Echo Rec. Their album The Island is on Spotify, Apple Music. It's great. Prog rock. Highly recommend. Next week, we're talking about a really fun movie, The God of Cookery, with a special guest, the first guest on the show. We're very excited, so tune into that. But in the meantime, have a great week. Eat your greens, and eat... Any other color you like. There's no bad color, maybe gray Uh, next time. We're, that's why we're setting up the Patreon one day for all Sean's songs. oh no
1: no 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 our patreon the first song that's going out is your rap that you recorded when we made the jingle so
0: yeah absolutely you can hear that if you pay me i'll do anything i'm gonna rephrase that i'm just not proud is what i'm trying to say uh that's a, what a beautiful place to leave it <laughs>